Splash 322 for throwing fire. We're keeping it there's no doubt that the game has changed and we are changing with it welcome to season two because in this season it is all about how we become and stay operational how we're ready for every moment of our life on and off the job i'm your host jeff fanman Thanks for joining me, and let's get down to it. This podcast is brought to you as a part of the Operational Mindset Foundation. Our mission is to mentally, physically, and emotionally prepare you for the challenges you're going to face on and off the job. It's funded through donations, sponsorships, and our work with departments across the U.S. Get involved with us by visiting opmindset.org. That's opmindset.org. There you can find out how to bring a new level of training to your department and how to help us expand the conversation. Now, let's fire up today's episode. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jeff Bandman. And today, we're going to have a pretty interesting conversation. I know these last few episodes, we've been really kind of starting to ramp it up and take on some things and look at ourselves in a new light. And earlier this week, we had Mike Brown on, uh, really getting into discussing how we evolve our thinking, which I really liked. I really, I like that concept, and I think it's going to begin to show up more and more. You know, and it's not only the evolution of our thinking, but the evolution of ourselves, retraining the elephant to win, really understanding where biology and psychology, as we spoke about, intersect, how we start to use our systems to achieve what we want to achieve. And I, I just feel like it's been some really insightful conversations here. And today, I want to I want to kind of jump in a little bit, I'm gonna throw something in here a little bit quick, you know, kind of early, if you will, and uh, where I am kind of what I'm dealing with, what's coming up now, like what this kind of next point for me is to look at. I want to share this with you early and then we'll kind of be talking about it as we go on. And so <sighs> control is what we're talking about today. Good, bad, all of it, everything in between. How does it show up? How do we deal with it? And, you know, it's been, uh, it, it's, it's how do I give over, you know? So I want to just kind of have a candid, straight conversation with you about my thoughts on where I am, what I'm seeing, what I've seen, and then kind of charting the path for me, like what what am I doing to deal with this, and to actually share some of that with you, uh, so maybe we can take something on together and take a look at it. So, so today, control, control, it's all about control, and you know, just flat out, we come from worlds where we are hyper controlling and we need to be, um, you know, we need to control the battle space. We need to control the incident. We need to control the conditions. We need to control the circumstances. We need to, you know, control the people around us to produce the results that we need to produce. Like there's not time for other things in our worlds. And, you know, that's one aspect of it and it's critical and it's necessary and, you know, we have to understand how to move with precision and act and 
be decisive, you know, in fractions of a time, fractions of a moment. And, and that's just real for all of us. And so I'm not going to approach control as a bad thing in any way, shape or form. I'm not going to control. I'm not going to approach it in a negative context. Uh, like it is so many times. Oh, you're, you're a control freak. You need to have too much control. It's a very hyper negative thing that is placed on us, around us in conversation. And I think there are significant benefits to it. And here's what I, you know, in this challenge, I always have to go back and like drink my own Kool-Aid and eat my own words and everything else. And I had this thought I was laying down last night. I actually said this on the range not too long ago to someone, uh, you know, in the meditation shoe process, I had to look at them and say, listen, you know, you, you have to give up the control you want to have the control you need. And, you know, it was, it was very relevant in that moment. And it was very impactful for everyone. And I think it's one of those things that I said, but didn't really embody at that time. And so, of course, like everything else, it'll circle back around to kick you in the ass. And, and that's really the place that I'm learning and putting myself in the position to learn to operate from is giving up the control. I think I want, right? There are a lot of things we want to control the people around us, the circumstances, the situation, the timing, you know, we got to be early. We got to do this. We got to do that. A lot of things that we're constantly trying to control and that we just have this overwhelming want to control. And some of that runs deeply. Some of that runs, you know, in a variety of ways. But at the end of the day, the question we have to ask ourselves is, do we need that control? Do I need to control all of these things? And so, you know, this is about how to place my energy correctly, right? How to guide myself correctly. You know, can I control the weather? No. Can I control, you know, how quickly a fire's progressing through a building? Maybe not. Not until I get there and create the conditions that enable that, right? And so this is a good example. Can I control how a, how a suspect is going to act with me, right? Can I control whether or not somebody's going to pull a gun or, you know, how things are going to happen, not at the onset. And when I try to do that, when I try to exert that command or that control over certain aspects in the wrong situation or the wrong conditions, it's going to flip back at me. It's going to bite me in the ass, right? And it's going to begin to kind of break down what I'm trying to accomplish in a lot of ways. And so that's the essence of this kind of idea. So if you go with me and I want you to just explore this in your own space and time. So today, my objective, give up the control that I want or that I think I want to have the control I need. What do I need to control? I need to control my behavior. I need to control how I communicate. Virtually when you look at what the need for control is, the need is, the need is internal right? What do I need to control? I need to control how I'm, my actions, right? My movement, my decision-making, my awareness. I need to have the power and authority to be present to the conditions, to understand how to move pieces and parts in place, right? So we're redefining that idea of control. It's, it is how am I 
acting, behaving, thinking, moving, and shaping the conditions, right? How am I impacting the the conditions as they exist, not how am I trying to control the conditions as they exist or shape the conditions as they exist. Like I've got to give up the idea that, you know, I'm going to be able to put out every fire or I'm going to be able to catch every criminal or I'm going to be able to, you know, remove every terrorist from the face of the earth. It's not going to happen, right? But and, and trying to exhaust myself to do that or be this or be awesome and do all these great things, it will be exhaustive right? Uh, it, you know, it bleeds into relationships. How do I control what the people around me are thinking or doing or acting or feeling? You can't. You simply can't. We want it. We want to control the people around us. We want to, to, you know, have our crews do certain things. We want to believe we can create a method of control especially of people around us. And that can be in close personal relationship. That can be a work relationship that can be on the job, right? We want to believe that we can somehow influence or shape a behavior of another person. And we can't. And those are things that we have to give up, right? We want to believe we can control our future. We can control how our business is going to run or how the operation is going to go or how successful we're going to be. We want to believe we can control those things and we can't, right? We, we can't. There is a balance point between action and faith, I believe. And this is what I'm trying to uncover and, and, and really think about for myself, right? What's the difference between actions and faith? What do I need to have faith in? What do I need to trust? And whether that's God or the universe or how, whatever your belief system is, totally fine. But how does faith, right, confidence with faith, how do I find confidence in myself and even the people around me and the conditions around me? How do I reframe my idea of control to trust, to peaceful, to calm, to settled, right? I think there's a big transition point there because, you know, you've got to, you've got to give up the control you want to get the control you need. And what do I need to control? I need to control my own systems, and the way that I control those systems is by being present and available to the conditions. And then I get the power to choose my thought or my words or my actions or my behaviors in that moment. I get to choose and understand what I can influence and what I can't. You know, and this came out on the gun. So we were, you know, it was late in the day. We'd done several meditations. We were on the long range, on the gun, shooting out probably 700, 800 meters. Um, and in the area we shoot, you know, the conditions change rapidly. The wind comes up, the canyon that we shoot in, it kind of, it can shift on you quickly. And so, you know, the person that I had out there was really struggling most of the day, struggling on the cushion, struggling on the gun, back and forth, trying to work, trying to control my thoughts. You know, we talked about it this week with Mike, like in meditation. You know, meditation is nothing more than a practice of returning to now, of being back present, of being connected to what is actually happening in this moment, right, is a core practice of meditation. 
There are other areas we can use it from, and we'll dive into that. But, but fundamentally speaking, beginner's guide to meditation is just get here now, right? Don't get on the thought train. And if you do, something, you know, goes off, some bird, some noise, something happens to return you to the present. And so working throughout this entire day, you know, I could see this individual struggling on the cushion, really in, in his head, really trying to like force thought, wanting to get something out of this, wanting, you know, it's like a predetermined objective. I, I'll be here by the end of the day. And, you know, and ultimately trying to control the outcome of the day on the range. And then that bled into how he was on the cushion. Then, of course, that bled into how he was on the gun. And it was and really target fixation, right? Getting in, wanting to control that shot, wanting to, you know, see the outcome and know that it's going to happen because, well, I'm just good and this is going to happen this way. And all that, all that garbage, all that energy, because that's what it really is. It's a bundle of energy inside that grows and grows and grows. And that energy has got to go somewhere. And this is the thing I love about the meditation shooting practice. If you can't release that energy, you'll never hit shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because the subtle influences on the gun, on the trigger, in your body, right? The subtle aspects will completely enable you to miss faster than you can blink. And so, so let's, let's talk this out. What do I mean? Give up the control I want to have the control I need in the aspect of this, of shooting. So the control I want, I want to somehow manage the conditions. I want to control the gun fully. I want to control the trigger. I want to control where my shot's going to go. You know, I'm, I'm doing my data analysis. I'm reading my wind conditions. I'm calculating for distance. I'm figuring out all my stuff. I'm putting my dope in the gun. I'm trying to control as much as I can in order to achieve success, hitting the target, make, planning that round, making that shot, right? That's what I'm trying to do here. Now, this is the thing. What do I need to control? I need to control myself my breathing, my energy, my calmness, my next action. That's what I really need to control in that moment. What am I giving up control over? I'm giving up control of the conditions. I'm giving up control of anything that may influence this round. I'm giving up the control of all the external factors that I can't control. I want to control them, but I can't. And the more I try, the more I try to calculate out or move this or move that. At some point, I need to trust and have faith that I read the conditions well, that I'm present enough to see any changes as they arise, that I know in my body when I press the shot, it's going to impact because I've seen it happen, because I can feel it. It's a, it's a gut intuitive sense that I know I'm okay. And I know that I have enough faith in myself and faith in the conditions and faith in the process that I'm following that when I press that trigger, it will be the right time to match the conditions as they exist to produce the result that I want to produce. 
right? That's magic. Bam. Ding. Nailed it, right? That's how that unfolds. But if I slip back into this essence of control, if I slip back into this point of heavy influence of trying to shape things, where does that come out? Too hard of a trigger press. I lean my shoulder at the wrong time. I move my body at a difficult point. I'm losing focus looking through the optics. You know, I love it when people on a range and it's like you can see them struggling eye relief and, you know, straining their eye. And I can't find the target and moving around and just bleh. And they're just, they're in this method of of trying to control everything they control to achieve success. When if they just gave it all up, laid, laid into the ground, let their body sunk in, breathe, get hyper present to everything going on, touch the trigger gently, feel what's there, be here now in the conditions and have faith that whatever they did, whatever data they collected, whatever calculations they made, Whatever it is they did to help them along the way will work and press, right? It's a very different extreme. And I don't care if you're on the long gun or on the pistol, it's the same thing. You know, I, I jokingly, seriously always make the comment, shooting is easy. All you have to do is press through the trigger without disturbing the sights under any conditions. <laughs> of course, it's that under any conditions that always gets us in trouble. Right. But that's fundamentally, no matter what, that's what we're doing. That's the freedom. It's it is simple. And we make it hyper complicated. We add so much to it because what are we trying to do? We're trying to control the variables to create conditions that help us be successful as opposed to being successful in the conditions we find ourselves in. And that requires, what am I doing? What is my action? What is my behavior? What is happening with me now? You know, and then it goes into the big scheme of things, right? Right now, it's like, how do I have faith in, you know, a higher being? How do I have faith and trust that someone's out there watching my back, that there is, that things do happen for a reason, that there is guidance, that, that, you know, I can move through this space and time effectively without having to control the outcome, right? Because that's a projection into the future. What's a projection in the future? Fear. What does fear produce? Anxiety. What does anxiety produce? Frustration, discomfort, upset, you know, self-loathing, blah, blah. You see what I'm, see where I'm going with this? All kind of buttoned down to trying to control the uncontrollable trying to control what we actually can't control and operating from a need to control it, right? Or a desire to control it, or I want to control it, a hyper vigilance around it, rather than having the faith in ourselves that we will be okay, that we are trained and developed and strong and capable and truly exceptional That faith allows us to settle and then move accordingly and then make decisions and then take action, right? This is a, this is an interesting place. This is an interesting evolution for all of us to take a look at in terms of, you know, how we approach 
every aspect of our life. I mean, I would encourage you today, take the time, sit down, look at, look at what, how control shows up in your life. All right, we're going to take a quick break to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Brute Force Training. When you're ready to be in the physical condition necessary to meet the rigors, demands, and expectations of your profession, then check out the team over at BruteForceTraining.com and pick up their gear. I promise you, it will put you in the condition you need to be in for this moment and the next. You can use the discount code OPMINDSET, that's OPMINDSET, and the team will take a little bit off the top for you. Now, always remember, train accordingly. Now, let's get back to the show. What do you feel like you do? Two columns. What do you feel like you need to control or want to control? And what do you feel like you need in the idea of control? And just dissect through those things, you know, and put, try to start putting things in the right column. What do I need to control? Really me. Me. That's it. Me. My behavior. My confidence. My actions. Me. And I'm going to give myself permission to actually set in and begin to control those things. And then where do those arise? Those arise when I'm present to what is happening or what is being said or what's being spoken or what's being taught or what the conditions are or what the incident is unfolding in front of me. I can control whether I'm here now or I'm off into the future somewhere trying to get something somewhere, some way, right? if I'm projecting or I'm, you know, stuck in the past or this morning's argument or whatever it might be, right? That I can control that. I can control where I get to be when I get to be there. And then the actions I take and the behaviors I have and the words I use, I get to control that. I get to, to influence the outcome based on the conditions as they exist rather than trying to control all the conditions, control everybody around me, not let somebody do something inappropriate or, you know, I, I, I start to constrain everyone and everything around me. I start to tie it up and lock it down, somehow believing that that's going to produce something I want, right? And, and we do it. We do it in almost every aspect of our lives. Um, and I think some of the magic comes when we can actually step back from that a little bit, when we can begin to release some of the control, you know, I'm thinking as I'm talking here, like back to the Sherry Walling episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back where we talked about, um, the RV trip, uh, we all took over the summer, and me sitting in the passenger seat, right? For those of you who, you know, are field training officers or officers in the in the firehouse, right? Moving from the driver's seat to the front to the right front seat is a difficult task because you have given up control of the vehicle. Um, you know, and I, Sherry and I were talking about my anxiety sitting in the passenger seat while Morgan was driving. And, you know, all of that that brought, that came up for me and I was struggling with and I was dealing with, you know, and Sherry's on the other end just going, would you just let Morgan drive the fucking car, right? Drive the RV. Do I trust her? Yes. Is she capable? Yes. Okay. Then what is my need to control it? And can I? And the answer is no. And so the answer is no, I can't control it. Then the answer is, what is my need? My need is... 
I don't, I, I, I didn't trust her, actually. I didn't, you know, believe she could be capable of managing the vehicle, reading the conditions, watching traffic. I didn't, right? And I think if we find things, I'm just talking out loud right this minute, I think if we are looking truly at, at, at things that drive anxiety, fear, that we're trying to control, if we look at it, you know, and we look at why, what is, what is that going on? You know, that's always an aspect of we don't trust the people around us or the situation. And that's a breakdown, right? That's a fracture point in the process. I mean, we don't trust the people around us. We, you know, we don't trust our crew. We don't trust whatever, you know, we don't have faith in them. We don't have confidence in their ability and somehow we think we can influence it. And so, you know, big difference between influencing, mentoring, teaching, developing, right? So from an on-the-job perspective, if I'm feeling in my body a lack of confidence in my crew or my people, okay, what's there? What can I control? I can control how I, what I offer and how I develop that person. And that has to be in a way that actually develops that person, right? That they connect with it. So, you know, that's one thing. And then the other piece to it is when do I just have to totally step back? When do I have to sit down in the passenger seat and just, or go in the back and take a nap or just relax and just have confidence that she'll get us there, right? That we're fine. At the end of the day, we're fine, right? We had a great trip. So this is all part of this exploration. I mean, this is a, uh, I wanted to just kind of pop on. I want to see how this, this goes with you all. Just kind of having this newly minted focal point of where I can see I'm not having faith. I'm not um, trusting. I'm not giving up control. I'm not surrendering myself to life, to life to life as it is, and believing that if, if my actions and my words and my process and my efforts are in line with who I choose to be, that things will be okay. Things will be okay. And, you know, there's that column over there that's the, the not okay column, the I'm disrupted, I'm worried, I'm concerned. Because, you know, there's a lot to be worried and concerned about. There really can be. And what can I do about it? So I think that's, I think that's the thought for today. I think I just want to leave it fairly simple. You know, and find an analogy. Find something. Find something relevant to you in your life currently. You know, and, and the way I would approach this is, like, start looking. What is, where are you anxious? You know, and, and, and I like that, but I, but, you know, you got to understand anxiety is like a sliding scale. Where are you, where you may feel it as like nervousness or discomfort or slightly dysregulated. Something doesn't feel right or something feels kind of off, you know, which, or it may just be all the way up to straight anxiety, straight frustration or anger. It may have, you know, elevated to a certain spot. It may be sadness. It may be, you know, fear of loss. It could be any of those things, right? What, 
what is there right now at what level, right? Doesn't always have to be big shit, minor stuff, right? What's, what's there? So just to get in tune with the sensation of discomfort and all those things boil down to discomfort, right? So what is that? What is it about? And why is it there? And really begin to, you know, like we talked about with Mike, this is how you begin to evolve your feeling, your, your thinking. What's going on? Why does that sensation exist? Is that a current deal? Is that based on something in my past? Where's it coming from? Why do I even feel this way? Just curiosity, explore and listen, you know, and does it build and does it grow and what causes it, what triggers it and what can I do about it? Most times the answer is give it up. Give control up. Give the idea that you can control it or influence it up. Stop future casting, as I like to say. Stop trying to, you know, do something to shape something in the future. Breathe. Look around. Anchor yourself in the present. What's happening? What are the conditions now, today, as they exist? Listen to it. Listen to the environment. Then take your next action. Say your next words and be available for how things evolve, right? I think that's the that's the piece. That's some of it, right? So, you know, last night I did like this sleeping nine hour uh, surrender meditation, which was actually pretty cool, right? Just surrendering in, in little micro doses of things, right? Just kind of giving up the idea of how to control things. And so uh, this is something that, you know, we all need help with. We all need work with. I don't, this isn't, this isn't like something you're going to flip the switch on tomorrow or this afternoon and be like, oh, okay, we're good. You know, I mean, I think the uh, another example here that I've, I've been like how to share this. So um, surfing for me when I moved to San Diego in what 2009 time frame, you know, I I never really surfed before. I think once or twice down in the Outer Banks or something, but uh, bought a board, bought a wetsuit, paddled out, had a buddy start teaching me some stuff. Felt like old man in the sea for the first year, getting the shit beat out of myself. But here was the interesting thing that I found about surfing. Surfing is several things. Surfing is a beautiful dissection in, of two particular things that we're talking about. One is fear and the other is control. Because the overexertion of either or the hyperpresence of either will impact you 100%. You will never catch the wave that you're looking to catch if those things exist, you know, and as I'm thinking about it now, you know, going back to the days, it's like, what can I control? I can control paying attention. I control being present because when I'm present, I can see the wave build off in the distance. I can control when I begin to paddle. I can control how hard or how fast I paddle, right? Can I control whether or not the wave will provide, will shape up in a way to provide me the opportunity to ride it? No. And 
that that that's a constant argument. If you've ever surfed, you know that's a constant argument. Like you are you are like willing that wave to shape up perfectly for you. Stay open so you can cut down the line, right? You are you are like trying everything in the power to control it. And when you do that, you start missing things. You start taking your attention off of what you need to be doing and put it lacing it elsewhere that you can't influence. And you'll miss. You'll miss it. It's kind of the same thing with fear. It's like, you know, okay, waiting, you know, say that wave comes in and I've done what I need to do to control what I can control, my paddle, my movement, my motion, my position on the wave. I'm working on it. There is a break point that happens and it is right at the intersection of control and fear where I've got to get up on my board, where I'm going to go from paddling I have to give faith and confidence over to myself and the ocean much bigger than me that now is the time that now is the exact moment in which I will stand up and I've got to have the confidence in myself to know I'm going to place my feet well or adjust one as I need to that I'm turning and moving into the wave correctly and that the wave has me Right, Because there's a spot where you feel that power of the ocean. You feel that wave take you. You're not in control. You're literally riding something much bigger than you and will school you in a second. And so really as I'm thinking through this, man, wow. Okay, so wave up underneath. I'm... Totally giving up control of the ocean at that point in time. 100% giving myself over. And I have the faith and confidence in myself that I know how to maneuver this surfboard to enjoy this moment. Right? That I've done the work. That I get it. And in that moment, I'm free. In the moment that I've given up control of the ocean... That it's going to take me where it wants to go. It's going to, the way it's going to go as long as it wants to go, for as far as it wants to go, and be as big as it wants to be. And I'm just enjoying the experience. That is magic. And that, my friends, is how I'm going to approach life today. Like, Thanks for listening with me right now. Thanks for like being in conversation with me right this minute, even though it may not seem that way, because literally thinking out loud, I had lost sight of that. I had lost sight of that moment where literally that is the essence of giving up control. That is the moment where you have given yourself over to something far bigger, far more powerful than you that has, you know... <laughs> that has the absolute power to crush you. Given it up. And you've got the confidence in yourself to do what you came to do, which is just really, ultimately, it's not surfing the wave. It's being in that moment and just freely riding. Just really taking it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's a pretty magical feeling. If you haven't surfed, call me and let's go. Because it is magic.
I don't even want to get into fear today and those other things. We'll talk about that later. I would like to sit with that. You know, we're here at about 30 minutes or so into the podcast. That's, I think, I just want to leave it with that. I, I, I want to leave it there with you and I. Um, I want to explore that thought a little bit deeper. You know, just because that's really it. And I can see where when I didn't have faith in the ocean, didn't have faith in myself, didn't trust, uh, really began to try to control every little moment, uh, would never catch it, right? Paddled wrong, wasn't in good position, and sometimes the wave just didn't shape, right? And I think getting frustrated, too, at the wave not shaping it, like not having the opportunity or, you know, maybe it's a crappy day out there or, you know, we're just having a, you know, the swell didn't come in or whatever. It's like, why do I, why do I get permission to get upset at that? Uh, it's not in my world. It's not my control. So, well, I hope this conversation wasn't too heavy for you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Really, I've, that was, uh, I'm glad we got somewhere with it, at least for me. Uh, hopefully you did too. Um, yeah. Give up the control you want to have the control you need. And really, that's just you, right? That's faith in your confidence in yourself. All right. So we're going to wrap it up today. Uh, I'm just going to push pause on it, if that's all right with you. I want you to think about that. Send me a note, right? Reach out. Uh, hop in the Facebook group. Give me your thoughts on that. Like, where are you seeing control showing up in your life in a way that's impacting it negatively, uh, that's really not working. Uh, that's the challenge. And don't beat yourself up about it. You know what I mean? Like give your permission, give yourself permission to be okay with whatever comes up there, whatever you're seeing or, you know, however that's going for you. Just kind of take a step back from that for a few minutes. So, all right. Well, thanks for exploring my brain with me this morning. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for being a friend and listening and being there with me. Uh, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So, and I'd love to know how this, how, if you like this idea or not, because this is totally random out of the blue for me. Just thought, you know, we'd have this kind of open dialogue, um, and just see what comes up from it. So, all right, well, then I'm going to close it up for today. That's today's episode. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Be thankful you're alive and, you know, really just just look at where you want to go in life. Start getting active on it. Other than that, you know, stay safe as always. Uh, thanks for reaching out and, and communicating as always. And, you know, my friends, I think we will I think we'll talk to you soon. So have a great one. Thanks so much for listening. Today's show was brought to you in part by the Primed Mind app. You know, I've gotten to know Elliot Rowe over some time now, and using his app has been a huge game changer for me. It brings together a perfect set of guided meditations that really keep you in the game, whether it's sleep, performance, workouts, resiliency, or making those critical transitions between home and work. The Prime Mind app is my go-to source for putting me in the mental and emotional condition necessary to deal with whatever comes my way. Check it out at mindsetradio.com backslash primed mind. That's P-R-I-M-E-D-M-I-N-D. 
Download it and check out what Elliot has to offer. Remember, this podcast is only available through your continued support through donations to the Operational Mindset Foundation at opmindset.org and through your engagement with our sponsors. So stop by mindsetradio.com for all the show notes from today's episode and show some love to all of our sponsors by visiting mindset.com backslash sponsors. As always, feel free to drop me a note with your thoughts about today's episode or join us on Facebook in the Mindset Radio Facebook group. You could follow us on Instagram at Mindset Radio or over at Twitter at Mindset underscore radio. That's Mindset underscore radio over on Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and I'm looking forward to next time. Until then, stay safe and stay operational, my friends.